0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another weekly edition of Podcasts Dark Elevation. As always, I am your host, Dirk Elevation, and I say weekly and I say as always with a little bit of sarcasm. Oh uh, Yes, uh, I, I, you can't see in the t-shirt I'm wearing right now, but, but but be sure to know that it says I am fluent in sarcasm, <laughs> you know. I I'm actually really good at, at at being a sarcastic guy, because I was not here for the last two weeks. I was moving, and luckily nothing important happened in all of wrestling for me to talk about. So it was the perfect time to move. And then last Wednesday had painters in my house. That 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 not even my house. My this apartment, you, you know that. Because, you know, I'm bringing in the Bucks from being a, a well-known wrestling podcast host. But not not the owning my own place Bucks. Uh, so I, my apartment was being painted, which made it very difficult to do the show. Also, as a result of the moved location, guess what? Bad audio quality is back. Maybe Maybe when I get a few more of the Bucks roll in, I can get myself a nice microphone i can I can keep the levels good, not pop my peas as much, but for now, we're going with what I've got, and it is this microphone situation and honestly, doing this crappy one, at least I know how to do it uh there were definitely some episodes where my volume levels were not right because even though I had a nice microphone, I did not know how to work the Software that I was doing the recordings on, but none of that matters. Not, none of that is important. I'll tell you what's important is AEW Dark Elevation number 80 from Buffalo, New York, from the Key Bank Center on last week's Dynamite. We had Marina Shafir and Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero. Defeat J.C. Storm and Joelle Cliff. I don't know if J.C. Storm is the same as the J.C. that we were getting before. Is I don't know if she's going to J.C. Storm now. I don't know if it's because it wouldn't make sense to have J.C. and Joelle Clift on the same team, right? Right. You can't. You can't do that. That that would uh, that would confuse people. Be like if you had uh Triple H and Hollywood Hulk Hogan working together. Well then which one is which one is Triple H? That that's that doesn't make much sense if we're calling both of these guys by Triple H names. So JC Storm and Joel Cook they lose in a minute and forty seconds. This does not last very long. Uh I liked I like Nyla's gear with the with the hoodie that she had you know, she goes up to the top rope sometimes, it might get cold up there, and to put the hoodie on. Marina Shafir has, I think, really come into her own as being a character. Marina Shafir feels justified in the things that she does. If, if Marina Shafir was to get back into the title picture, I would not think that it would be crazy if Marina Shafir. I, I don't want to see her go for the TBS title again because I think that might be a waste of time. I I don't know what the situation is with Mercedes Martinez. I believe she has some kind of an injury, but I would I I would like to see I think that would be a, a good matchup to see Marina Shafir could be the next ROH uh challenger. Might work in well with my well-stated belief that I think Nyla Rose should feud with Willow Nightingale, and put that 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 could make the make for an interesting couple of duos as as those feuds work their way through. This is obviously I you know I don't know where I don't know where Mercedes is right now. I I certainly hope that we get to see Mercedes Martinez soon. We are we definitely have some some real uh you know, the I mean between Mercedes Martinez, Thunder Rosa, Chris Statlander, Red Velvet, Layla Hirsch, there there is the bunny has not wrestled in a while. There's there's some definite some definite space that you'd want to see. You you wish they were healthier right now, especially with all the suspensions that have been going on. This could be a a very good time to get more more TV time for the women, I still think it will be a good idea. It's never not going to be just because of the amount that they use the women. It will always be a good choice to try to get some more women's matches on TV. But for certain, this could be a moment to step up if there was a little more health. if the five people I just mentioned weren't currently on the mend But hopefully we see them back soon. Obviously, we know it's a little bit, gonna be a bit, a bit longer for Layla Hirsch and for Chris Statlander, who both, we know the severity of their injuries. I don't know what the severity of the injury is for Thunder Rosa or for Mercedes Martinez or for, um, Red Velvet. But hopefully, hopefully we see, see some return and hopefully we get a chance to See if some people paired up with Marina Shafir. See, I'm, I'm trying to tie what I say back to the match. Julia Hart defeats Tiara James in a minute and 33 seconds. Not a lot for Tiara James in this match. wouldn't mind seeing her again. I think she has a good look. I think she has good – she emotes well. It, it, it made me believe that she did not want to get her ass kicked by Julia Hart the way that she did. But Julia Hart certainly coming into her own as a character. I don't know what an uh, 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 even bigger question mark is what the plan would be with her. She's a lot of fun. I think she needs some some kind of a power move, some some sort of a uh, like give her some kind of a suplex. She could she could do like a more of a I don't know give her a leg sweep. You don't see many Russian leg sweeps anymore. So you can give her something like that. She need she she's very it's it's very um much her staying on her feet with a little bit of flipping stuff. But yeah, I I need her to I need her to show a little bit of strength. Just incorporate some of that into her her matches because the character work is coming along. She definitely feels like a mean type. But I think she could get in some trouble if she has to face somebody who has a little bit more oomph to their to their game. She if she if she doesn't have suplexes to counter with. But again, figure out who that's going to be because it's not clear right now. Dante Martin and Matt Seidel defeat Serpentico and Zach Clayton with loot. There. This lasted a minute and 57 seconds. Dante Martin looking good. Zach Clayton surprisingly did very little in this match. It seems like he was somebody that they were trying to build for a second. I mean, they, they built him to a match with Hook and then it lasted all two seconds. So I don't, I don't know if they want to rebuild him, if they want to just keep him. They wanted to use him for like a second. And then bring him back down. I don't mind that to give somebody like that, like Serpentico. When uh, maybe Serpentico lost on like a Rampage to Alliance Archer or something like that, but other than that, does not get a lot of televised time. So Zach Clayton being on the same level as him, I you know that's fine. That's fine with me. His his big claim to fame is marrying JWoww. So how much how much more can you go with that? Dante Martin, uh, this is one of my favorite nosedives that I've seen him do. I I'm not a huge fan of it as a as a finisher. I think it's a really good move. I or I think it's really fun, but it doesn't. It's one of those moves that just because of the way he has to get caught, some people will catch him in a way where it looks impactful, and some people will not. And that, yeah, Matt Seidel is great. And I think Matt Seidel is right where he he needs to be as a sort of a fledgling trainer In does not have the same sort of uh, pedigree. Oh, hey, another Triple H reference. Does not have the pedigree of of somebody like the Blackpool Combat Club or the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. And even now he's he's fallen behind uh, Stokely Hathaway Enterprises. So he he he's just Dante Martin's is one guy. And keep well, you know why, why not just have have that be the thing right now, while while Darius is injured, just just let have him do that and then. You can make a storyline out of Darius and Matt Seidel when, when the time comes, if you want to. Or you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you how to book this show. This is not my show. I mean, that's what I do every week. I say how how, how things should be booked. But if, how you want to handle the eventual future of Dante Martin and Matt Seidel, not a huge priority for me at this moment. Athena defeats Emi Sakura in four minutes and forty-three seconds. There was a little bit of pacing issues on this one, but overall I, I I like watching both of these two compete. They were not they didn't go for a lot of pins, as was pointed out by commentary. I think Emi Sakura was not incapacitated enough to give Athena the time to really climb up and hit the O-Face. She spent a lot of time... You, if Athena's going up on those top ropes and she's about to O-Face you, that's one... That's, both in Kayfabe and also in u one of the more powerful finishing moves. So you should not be sitting there waiting for you to take it. She should already be on the top of the rope by the time you are hobbling to your feet and 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 it shouldn't even... You should not even be conscious that it's that it's about to happen. And to that, who cares though? I I'm glad we're seeing Athena bounce back. This match may have been longer than the match she had with Jade. I was confused by that match. It it is interesting that I think that maybe maybe that was the first match we've really seen. Jade needs somebody to cheat for her to win. She needed cheating in that one in a way that she has not leading up to this point. So that that's a sort of a breakthrough that Athena made in terms of making there look like any chance that somebody would beat Jade. But I was confused at why it had to be so short. It, it, I, it, it if the point of having Athena in AEW is not to make somebody like Jade look good, to make somebody be able to have a longer match than they might otherwise have. I don't think she's being used correctly then. But we're seeing her on Dynamite this week, and hopefully this is part of a bounce back. Maybe, maybe we could see Athena versus Jade in a cage as a way to sort of keep the baddies from interfering, which, you know, they still will. Of course, the reason you may not want to do something like that is because it's pretty much what the Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa feud some six months ago was where you lose at the pay-per-view due to, due to interference. And then you get the cage match after that. So it would be a, a it would be a repeat, but, That worked, and this would be fun, and even, even if Jade retains in the cage, I think that would be, I think people would enjoy that. It would, it would probably be, you don't see a lot of 10 minute cage matches, so it would have to, I don't know, maybe there's another stipulation you can use to keep the baddies from getting involved. I would prefer it wasn't a shark cage. I don't know if you wanted, do a, a lumberjack match or something like that. I know those never really do what the, what people are hoping they'll do, but I think, you know, I would, I, I think, I think a lumberjack match would also just be a fun way to get all of the women on TV. Give them, give them some time. Let them, let them lumber, lumber around the house of black with Julia Hart defeats Isaiah Prince and Coobs. 2 minutes and 34 seconds. I'm taking a note here that Kubz is the guy in the plaid that said Kubz on the back. It, the The crowd seemed to be happy about a guy named Kubz being there. I don't know if he's a local guy. I don't know if anyone knew, knows who he is or they were just cheering for Kubz. The House of Black obviously now does not have Malachi Black. What that means for the future, it's unclear I don't know if he is planning there seems to be some personal life stuff going on with him, we wish him the best I'm not going to try to speculate about whether he'll come back to AEW or whether he'll go to WWE but I wish wish him the best and I, I think that you can make an argument that Maybe it's like a little bit of a cleaner faction now, with the big guy and Buddy and the lady as the as the makeup. Rather than a you know three people factions tend to be better than four person ones. It's cleaner, but also I don't know. I don't know I I, I like Brody King I like Buddy Matthews I think that they could do a little bit more tandem offense, but I think that'll come with some time. They're really like, they're like both of them were invited to hang out because through like a mutual friend and then the friend had to leave. And now they're like trying to figure out what they have in common. You have a, you got some tattoos? No, I don't have any tattoos. Are you not from America? No, I am from America. There's no commonality between the two of them, but Julia Hart could be the thing that brings it all together. And I think she's doing a pretty good job of that. Again, though, who are they going to feud with? They should feud with somebody that has a affection a, a with a, a woman in it. So that, they will, so that Julia Hart has something to do. Hikaru Shida defeats Christina Marie in 2 minutes and 11 seconds. Hikaru Shida had Buffalo written on her, on her face. This was perfectly fine. Christina Marie, they clearly think, works as a enhancement talent because we've seen her in a few weeks in a row. Hey, can we talk about, though, Hikaru Shida is supposed to be a member of the Dynamite match tonight for whatever reason is not going to be. And the most rinky-dink sort of reasoning created where... Brit Baker beats up Hikaroshida doesn't we don't see any of it. It all happens like off stage like we're in like a Shakespeare play or something like that, and the characters on screen are talking about what happened off screen it doesn't i don't believe any of it actually happened because- because, because you didn't show me any of it. do you think that do you think that like uh, Hikaroshida is the third women's champion? If any, like the third, who is the third? If Kenny Omega was beaten up, or even the even the third TNT champion, if if, if who would that have been? Darby Allen, If Darby Allen was beaten up, and that was part of a storyline. We're going to get the payoff of seeing him get beat up. I don't know if, like, how much of this is stuff that has to be moved around, but if you knew that this was the plan, why don't you film a segment where, where Britt Baker really does crack into, into Sheeta? Give it, show me the thing. I don't, this is wrestling, like, like, yes, if, if, if this was live theater, sure you can do like a noises off type thing. you can do the thing where in Hamlet there's a big pirate battle, and you just hear about it you don't actually see it you could do those things in something less obvious and straightforward than wrestling, but in wrestling, I want to see the destruction there, and they could have made that happen i i don't I don't buy it i i I like the reasoning I like. I like the idea that that Britt Baker does not want Tony Storm to have her choice of a of a tag team partner there. So I like that, but I don't yeah. I don't know I don't know where you go with with any of the story. I I think it's I think the much more interesting Grand Slam match to me than going straight Oh, I know a lot of people thought oh Jamie Hader Jamie Hader got robbed by now winning. Jamie Hader would be the better champion. I'm. I don't doubt that. But right now, the comeuppance I want for Jamie Hader, I, I want the comeuppance to be on DMD. I want her to beat Britt Baker because she knows she can, and then go on to fight for the championship. That that that's far more interesting to me. It as a way to build her as the in, inevitable champ. I and I think we, what would be very interesting is if Tony Storm respects Jamie Hayter for that for for wanting to do that, and then Thunder Rosa comes back. She doesn't like either of them now. And so who does Thunder Rosa have to come crawling to? That's right, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa longtime rivals, now heel friends, that could be the way that the story goes. But the point is, I think I would like to see, I would like to see Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter at Grand Slam. And that also gives you a chance to have a, a women's title match of some capacity. I don't know how they want to do it. That we have here. John Silver defeats Ryan Men- Nemeth in three minutes and thirty-three seconds, three thirty-three, three. and um, I'm just wondering right now out loud if there's been a match that I've covered that has been four minutes and thirty-three seconds, and and I missed a chance to make a John Cage joke. Oh well, that's 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 a bummer if I if that happened and I missed that. But I'm sure another match will be 4 minutes and 33 seconds. I don't know how many other funny times there will be, 420. Uh, there was probably some minute nines that I could say were 69 seconds, but I did not. Are there any other times that are funny? Reach out to us and let us know if there are any other times that are funny. John Silver beat Ryan Nemeth. I don't have much else to say about this. Ryan Nemeth talking about how much he enjoys being at AEW. And I don't, I don't blame him. It's fun to be a dark watcher it's fun to be a guy on dark doing a a goofy thing getting beat up by john silver john silver also a real goofball really showing it you know his his music when he was on the indies was like the south park guys uh and also the lonely island like he's he's a real he's a real goofball seem he seems to really like uh like mid-2000s Judd Apatow-type movies. That seems to be his sort of wheelhouse for comedy, which would be annoying for a regular human being, but as a character trait for a wrestler called the Meat Man, who is a little guy who beats people up, it's it works for me. And I, I, I guess... I guess it looks like Hangman is done with the Dark Order. He posted a, a nice thing on social media about them, but we'll see how long that is the case for. Two members of the Dark Order came out on crutches for this match. Evil Uno was not. So let let's see what ha- let's see what the future holds. But John John Silver could get a big push sometime soon. We, you know, we don't, we don't know what's going on there, but it, it did feel like I, I have to say, because I, like I complain about things when they annoy me and when somebody has something to do, I don't necessarily have as much to say, especially since if they have something to do, they're probably doing it on one of the shows that I do not cover, but what, like all this time, what's the Dark Order doing? Where, what is their, uh, what's their trajectory? They had a pretty good trajectory for a while there with Hangman and the Trios tournament and losing guys, having Hangman have to come in to fight, uh, Hangman costing them the titles. It was definitely going somewhere and maybe it can't really go that place for the time being because of the situation with the Elite, but I can't, I can't complain about, I have to give credit that they made me feel things about the dark order after I felt like I would not anymore. And now we're back to square one. Now we're back to John Silver. Can he be a breakout star? Does evil Uno have something to do? Will, will 10, I, I still think 10 is one of the most likely people to jump ship that nobody really talks about. and I, I, what is, does Alex Reynolds, I think Alex Reynolds has a, has a good heel run in him, I've, I, as I've said before. I'm, I talk too much about the Dark Order, and I end up repeating myself a lot. The Butcher, the the butcher. what just happened in my brain that I forgot how that word is said? The Butcher and the Blade, with the bunny, defeat the Factory, Aaron Solo and Nick Comorato with Cole Carrier and QT Marshall in 4 minutes and 37 seconds. It's so close to the John Cage time. The Butcher and the Blade, Buffalo's own. The Bunny, Pretender, actually Canadian. I think the Blade also might be Canadian. I'm not positive, though. But there may be some fraudulent there, – there, sh- there may be some stolen Buffalo valor here. They don't. That was not. Not addressed. I got. I'm glad for the butcher and the blade. I'm glad that they have something to do right now. I'm. I'm glad they had a. There was a reason for everybody to cheer them. Buffalo was happy. Buffalo. Buffalo, getting its own guys like this is one of the good things about AEW. Is that the local. The local people do get to have a pop, even if it's not necessarily their show to, to, uh, to thrive on. They're not the, they may not be the main event, but they get a chance to be, to be something. The, you know, they're, they're still good. I, I think that they're without much of a storyline. Now I, I know some people think that like, it's annoying that they're always just like sort of hands for hire. I think that it's a fun storyline to have. It gives you a, a a good place on the card. I mean, maybe they'll never win a championship, but it, gives, it makes them something. I hope the bunny is in fighting condition soon. I, I wanted to see her smack QT Marshall or something. We didn't really see anything like that. It looked like they, she was going to do something with Cole Carter, but the camera didn't quite get it. And solo and Camarado. Camarado was looking better and better he's getting more accessorized Uh, you know coco chanel would say you should before you leave you should look at yourself in the mirror and and take off one thing coco chanel was also a nazi sympathizer and i'm not i'm not gonna say collaborator because i don't know enough but if you sympathize with them and you were in france you know that that's Tantamount to, to collaboration. So, I'm glad that Nick Comorado does not listen to the fashion advice of fascists and does his own thing. Uh, good for you, Antifa Nick Comorado. Fantastic. Um, that's it for that show. We're going to move on to AEW Dark number 161. This is a show that has five matches, so it's real smooth in and out of there. It was filmed at the Hoffman Estates in Illinois on the second – so I guess this was – these were matches that came with the live rampage but not the ones that were the ones that that were last Saturday before it that were the preview uh, you you can figure this out yourself but anyway these matches these dark matches were at, were also live but they were from a live show that was before last night's Dark Elevation we're we I don't I don't like when I have to be calendar dirk but sometimes sometimes that's what that's what things have to be. Penelope Ford defeats Alice Crowley in three minutes and twenty seconds. Alice Crowley, we've seen her a couple times now. Obviously, an Aleister Crowley reference, which I you know I guess she's kind of a cult-ish. I don't know, and uh, she wore a th- uh, like her name, but like but like a in Thrasher font. Which I, I feel like that that may be a little bit uh a little bit too removed at this point. Now now when I see the Thrasher font, I think Frasier. So I'm sure there are some young people who are like, oh Alice Crowley must be a big Fraser fan. But this is a weird young person that I'm thinking, because they recognize a Frasier reference. Penelope Ford looks Good. I think she's she's her gear looks good. She looks like she's in shape. She's she's in she's in high working order in terms of her conditioning. It seems. I'm this is this is there's a good deal of speculation in what I'm saying here, but I I think that when we were talking about before about how there's a lot of space on the in the women's side of things, I think that there's probably she's probably somebody who could fill up some of that space I wouldn't even honestly if we saw a just because there maybe if you feel like there's not enough faces right now you need somebody to work face I could see her doing that except she would have to drop anything to deal with her deadbeat husband Kip Sabian who stinky stinky the gimmick stinks the gimmick stinks especially when you're only wearing that we're only seeing you we're only acknowledging you in your wife's matches so your wife is putting on a performance against Alice Alice Crowley she's doing that flippity move into the into the the forearm shot she's doing her I I think they call her finisher the Indian Deathlock, which there's got to be a better name than that. Holy moly! But she she's she's arching her back, bridging into a a submission move to, to finish off her opponents. She's doing maybe the best work of her career right now, and you're sitting there with a box over your head. I'm under. Oh, I'm so underrated, and I'm over it. Oh, or, or they don't appreciate me nearly as much as I deserve. Will you just shut the hell up and support your wife who is in the ring? Can you cheer for her? Can you can you distract the ref or her opponent? Do you, no, you're just going to sit there and then she has to come up to you and be like, Hey, this is my husband, you know, the guy who, who's wrestled one match. In God knows how long, partially because of injury, but then also because nobody's clamoring for him to return, he he he's just he's sucking. He he, it's enough to it's enough to be bad, but to to be a bad wrestler, that's fine. A lot of people are bad wrestlers. If I was a wrestler, I would be a bad one, unquestionably boring. My, I would not have a very wide variety of moves, but to be a bad wife guy, the way that he is just not, he's not uplifting his queen. And I don't mean that because he's British and his queen is dead. And that's, of course, very, We're you know, we've taken a very strong anti-British stance on this show that I need to reiterate now, we're still glad we, we we do not support the monarchs, and, and we think it's it's funny that people are crying because the queen died. But your queen, Mr. Monarchist Kip Sabian, your queen is Penelope Ford, your wife, and you should be uplifting her and not wearing a box on your head when she's in the ring. Dante Martin and Matt Seidel defeat Cesar Bononi and Ryan Nemeth. In six minutes and nineteen seconds, booyaka, booyaka, six one nine, look at that. There's another funny number that uh, that could be a, a match length. Anyway, I didn't like this one as much as the other one that was less than a minute. Uh, i I think I think that Dante Martin did not land as strong of a a of a, a nose in this one, and uh, mostly I just had, I'd seen all of these guys wrestle just a hot second ago. I understand why it's not common that we'll see Dante Martin in back-to-back episodes of Dark and Elevation because he is like a higher uh, level talent in a, in a lot of ways. But in this instance, I understand you had two paying audiences and Dante Martin was not part of the show for either of those audiences. So you got to give the people a Dante Martin match. That's that's easy peasy. I completely understand that. Uh, but for me, the first one just did had Dante Martin doing all the cool stuff that I want him to do in a shorter time span. This one took a little longer and it was, you know, it was fine, but I did, I didn't I didn't need it as someone who is not the target you know, these this is something to to pump the home crowd, the home crowd. The people in in the the people in Hoffman State estates, Illinois, at the Now Arena, you know, they had they all they got was four, you know two straight televised wrestling shows and then one of the big pay per views of the year They needed, uh, they needed some Dante Martin, even, and I'm pretty sure they got Dante Martin on Wednesday, and then they definitely got him on the, on the, uh, the, the pay per view. But you had to throw him in there again. You, you can never give, the people of Chicago have an insatiable appetite for wrestling. They want their wrestling deep dish and, I, I believe it was. I believe Excalibur made fun of their pizza it, it, in a previous uncovered. Did not get covered by us version of this. But yes, they 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 need deep dish wrestling. So you have to give them extra Dante Martin, and I understand that. Even though I had just seen him do all the flip stuff, so I was less less enthused. Queen Amanata and Sky Blue defeat Diamante and Emi Sakura with Balianaki in four minutes and one second. I am happy for Queen Amanata; She gets her first win as a member of AEW. I, it seems like they're building her towards being a, a regular rather than an enhancement talent or somewhere in that, in that mid-range, not, not unlike where Sky Blue is. Sky Blue, obviously, you know they give the hometown person the win. She beat Diamante on that Wednesday for a taping. She beats Emmy. She beats Diamante and Emmy Sakura here. Do I think that Sky Blue is better than Diamante? That she deserves more TV time than Diamante or Emmy Sakura? No, no, I don't. But I understand you gotta. You gotta build something up for the for the home crowd. I don't know if Diamante will get her win back. I hope we see more we haven't seen as much Diamante recently as I would like uh, you know just she's just an understood character to me she's mean she's 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 a mean ass kicker does a lot of kicks and stuff so i I hope that we see more of diamante i I hope that She gets some TV time, which she does not ever. But needless to say, I'm glad that she got to have some matches on the pay-per-view week. And Queen Aminata, maybe it's just because, you know, Diamante is smaller. Emi Sakura is not big. Uh, Maybe, Maybe it was just who she was facing, but... I, Aminata, I would say, really popped in the ring as somebody who she was taller than all of these. She she was a, a more she had a, a larger frame than all of these other women, and it, and it made her seem imposing, in particular in this match. And if she can find a way to use stuff like that, she can she she can continue to have a, a meaningful presence we had danhausen defeat peter avalon in 2 minutes and 15 seconds uh, the everybody loves everybody loves danhausen this is this, this is not something that's up for debate uh, everybody loves the acclaim uh, you love that danhausen i i I'm, i can't exactly tell you what the distinction is but surely you understand what i mean when i when i say these things so she, so Danhausen had some cool moves here. I, I I like the idea that he's he's showing off his repertoire slowly but but surely, that he can do some fun stuff. He makes Danhausen noises when he wrestles. He can just, rah, like you can kind of hear him doing that doing that stuff. That is amusing to me. And nobody's surprised to see Peter Avalon lose. But Danhausen now has a winning record, so. I'm I'm happy for him, and then Matt Hardy defeats Angelico in six minutes and thirty two seconds. Boy, this could have been something if I knew, at all, what what was where. I like I I don't mind matches without storyline. I think that plant the people who say oh where's the story of this match where's the the story is the two guys want to fight. That's that's fine. I I think it's a it's a very dumb sort of criticism most of the time, but here these are two guys that and this is where I think it makes sense. Uh, these guys used to be aligned together. Now they're not aligned. Now it's unclear if Angelico is aligned with the group that the that that splintered off that that excised. Matt Hardy, Bell Book and Candle that would be that would be what if that was a type of a, I, I don't know a bell book and candle match where you where you have to excommunicate your your opponent if that, that, that could be something, you know, Devon get the bells, um, Reverend Devon probably, although that seems like a Catholic. listen. The point I'm making is I don't know if Angelico wishes that Matt Hardy still would have made, remained part of their group. I don't know if Angelico still hates Matt Hardy for what he, he did. I don't know if Matt, Angelico doesn't like Matt Hardy, but he also doesn't like Andrade. There, I don't know what his motivation is, and that made, that made this match laugh. Because because there's a storyline there that I just need some sort of interview beforehand with Anhelico. Just something quick. I need something with Matt Hardy. Just just give me something. Maybe I wanna see pri- is Private Party gonna stand by On Helico? Because they're they're I don't know what they're I, I don't know if they're officially at the Andre de order. They don't seem to be very happy with being there. They uh, there, so what you know? What's the deal with any of that? I'm I've given up on even worrying about George Old because we're 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 never going to get his side of things, but they they, they just just give me just just tell me what's going on. You're you're good at not over explaining, but sometimes I just need a little bit of explanation. And, and I and I'm not one of these people who needs to be explained to you like a hundred times. I just we just have got this has been when we've gotten really nothing. You're giving me nothing here, and I want just a little, a little something. Just give me something. Anyway, that's that's where where we're at with this. I. I Kind of a frustrating time to be watching these shows just because they 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 have not figured out the top of the card very well and especially when you see women you think should be getting some t v time not getting it a, a little bit of a frustrating set here I still. Want to believe that this is going to get turned around, that we're going to see some some of the more exciting. I I think I thought Dynamite last week was very good. I think Dynamite this week should be pretty good. And I think that Grand Slam should be the we should be doing the thing at Grand Slam. We should be really enjoying what we get there. And I just yeah, just however we get there, we get there. I just I hope we get there soon. I I, I like I said, I think things will be good by Grand Slam. But enjoy the show tonight. I hope hopefully tonight's show will all will feature some some dark matches that will give us a little bit more direction. That's what we like. We like to know what's going to happen. We get a little bit here. But not not as much as I would like, and I just I I would rather watch these than read the dirt sheets to know what's going to happen in the future. And with that, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, like us, give us five stars. Put um follow us on follow us meaning me on Twitter at Dark Elevation. We do this every week. Enjoy just in just remember to enjoy the wrestling, that's that's all, that's all I'm telling you to do, and uh, and hopefully you'll get some good wrestling, live in your area sometime soon. Uh, so yeah, God bless, enjoy it, everybody.